It's Wednesday, November 17th, and you're listening to episode 38 of the Chasing Points podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. What's going on? I'm back. So is that a cam reference? Hey, it's Sam. That's <laughs> so the did. Chasing Points podcast. <laughs> he didn't What's even let me you? introduce myself no, this just, week. Okay. Just, you know. <laughs> this guy comes back all brand new. I don't can't introduce myself anymore. It's this guy. Like I don't, I don't Jordan, even know who he is. Jordan uh, wearing the 45. Oh, boy. Oh, hi, Sam. <laughs> Quote Hove. Mm. What's up, man? I, I'm, you know. You're aware. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm living. You're living. Myself. All right. How are we doing? What's new? It's been a while. I know. I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> just uh, taking it day by day. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Just, you know, life comes at you fast, but I'm here. Here we are. That that we are. We're ready to talk about some sports. Uh, we're, yeah, we're back, back up with you guys since we were away for a little bit. Yeah, we missed you. Um, we he's missed speaking, each other. He's speaking for himself. I did not miss him. I said we missed. I'm I'm talking to the listeners directly. Yeah, I'm saying we missed, missed each other. you. Oh, so, but, but I, I missed you as other. well. See, yeah. that's the part I was talking about. I said I didn't miss you. So we have lots to talk about. We could have saw each other on <laughs> Sunday. I'm kind of glad I I didn't join you at this point. <laughs> Although yeah. I'm sure you had a blast. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, big show this week. Uh, week ten NFL seasons in the books. We're gonna make some picks. We're gonna review the last picks we made. It's been a it's been a week or two. Three years uh, ago, eight, 18 <laughs> years ago, and uh, latest news in the NFL, of course, uh, NBA and and Major League Baseball. But uh, first, I, I guess we just got to dive into to Week Ten of the NFL season. What storyline? What game? What situation? What player? What coach? What stadium jumped out at you as you watched football <laughs> on Sunday and Monday night and Thursday? Well, well, all the one o'clock games were missed by me because I went to watch a terrible team that plays in New Jersey that can calls himself uh, New York. But I mean, I can't go too far on that one because I went there representing my co-host and my co-host team did not represent for me. Um, I was <laughs> needless to say, if you guys are not privy to this or new to the show, Sam is a Jets fan and I went to the Jets Bills game um aka the bills scrimmage um because that's what it was the whole time uh because basically the bills are playing a high school team uh or whatever the jets consider themselves to be because that was not football on their behalf uh yeah i i said it to some people in the parking lot and some friends that knew i was going to the jets game and they were just like yeah no you know i mean jets have a chance i said I, what do you not understand that Josh Allen just got embarrassed by the Jags? I was like, if you don't think that he's going to put up numbers this week, you are out of your mind. And well, here we are. Uh, Sam, best part of the game was not the game. It was tailgating in the parking lot. <laughs> that was the best part. Uh, it was sponsored by Takate because that's what I was drinking. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had my Revis jersey on. Shout out to Rack Raiders, my vintage business. Uh, so I do have some Jets jerseys. Uh, our friend Shayna had a San Antonio Holmes jersey on that I provided her. Uh, nice. I didn't know she was a Jets fan. She is not. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I really, 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 really did not want to wear a Jets jersey at all. I wanted to wear my Eagles jersey. Uh, 
but I didn't want to be that guy. And then I saw several people wearing their Eagles jerseys there. And I was like, that's right. It's Jersey. Um, Sam, it was bad. Uh, yeah. I can't believe we're leading our show or first show in two weeks off uh, talking about how bad, like the worst game of the week. I mean, you can only go uphill from here. That's so, true. I mean, we got to start know? at the bottom. Exactly. Um, so, I'm sorry. I missed you. My, uh, my best friends were there too. I missed them as well. Um, but yeah, life, life comes at you fast. And uh, that, you know, I played Josh Allen and FanDuel won $11 in the million dollar, whatever it's called Sunday, uh, playing Josh Allen against my football team. So that kind of tells you where I'm at, but uh, $11 isn't much, but it's something. Hey, Hey, that's a, that's some for, food or some, something. some gas or something towards something. Chipotle, you know? something. Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. The jets are bad. They don't really deserve much more time than that. Uh, Eli, Eli Moore is great. Um, and the Mike White experience kind of ended the way we all thought the Mike White experience <laughs> would end. Like, uh, you know, yeah, uh, this a Zeppelin exploding in the air. Yikes! That's pretty much that it. Thanks. Uh, uh, yeah, we can move off them. I don't want you to sit here and you know just keep dangling out here. Uh, Chiefs, but the Bills. But we, ahead, we could segue ahead. this. The Bills are the Bills got embarrassed by the Jags last week. What was it, nine to six or something like that? Mm-hmm. They're back. Um, it's safe to say nothing like playing like the worst team in the league to to help you out and uh, get you get you back yeah. playing right. I mean, the, are they the worst team in the league? Because there's a team that just played and tied with the Steelers, who were probably the worst team in the league. That's true. The and the Jets have the third worst record. The Texans are second, and the Lions just tied with the Big Benless Steelers, which. I guess we could just talk about them now. Um, at least they're not going to go 0-17 and be the first team to ever do that. But we've both talked about this. We both laughed at Dan Campbell when we first were introduced to him uh, in his press conference. But man, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not cheering for a team harder than than the Lions. Just can we get a W for these guys? Like bad kicking, <laughs> faulty mistakes, horrible quarterback play. But they play hard, man. They, I, they do play hard, except they, for the quarterback. They play hard. Well, I mean, there's a reason why this particular quarterback was uh, traded and why uh, him and his counterpart at times, who actually his counterpart looks good, and that would be Carson Wentz right now. Uh, but Jared Goff is kind of what a lot of people thought he was. And he's not. He's a fraud. Um, sorry. I know that man works hard. I know he's done something that a lot of people wish they could have done, but I mean, Dan Arlowski was also a quarterback, and look how that turned out. Great analyst, um, bad yes, quarterback, you, great quarterback yep. in college. Yep. Go UConn. Well, there you go. But, uh, yeah, no, I I feel bad for them. Um, I, I think the team that I feel worse for is the Browns. Um, okay. Tell the me reason more. why is I've, I've secretly – well, it's not secretly – amongst my friends on Xbox and – a really good friend of mine, uh, Dame, that we watched a lot of football games together and talked about it. Uh, we, for many years, were rooting for the Browns to actually turn around because I actually enjoy their color, their color schemes. Yes, people trash them or whatever. I actually like the Browns football team. They've had pretty decent defenses in the past five years, right, but has still haven't really been able to put things together. And now they have Baker 
And Baker was supposed to be, you know, the end all be all. And as I keep saying, he reminds me of Johnny Manziel. Uh, doesn't talk as much as Johnny Manziel. Talks enough, but not not as much as him. But at this point, is it's hard for anybody that is trying to stand in Baker's corner because he hasn't proven anything to anybody. You've had Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. right there at your at your disposal. You have two of the best running backs in the league. I'm going to just say that Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. It's so good. So and good. the line's gotten a lot better, man. They yes. invested in uh, they invested in that line, hardcore, the defense. They're taking shots at draft picks and sure up that defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have – what's his name? They have Miles uh, Garrett. Oh, yeah, uh, I've heard of him. And, and they have uh, uh, Jadevian Clowney. But is he hurt right now or is he healthy? It. He disappears a lot. Does it really I, matter? Yeah, you know, it's a very valid point. Um, but Damian Cloudy, man, like one really insane hit his sophomore year against Michigan, and like that's all she wrote. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Almost I mean, decapitated a dude, and like first round number one pick, and has been average at best. You know, but still, I I say that like not ever want to face the two of them on either end. You know, you shouldn't. No, nope. uh, um, nope. yeah, no, I think I think the, the weak spot of the Browns right now is is Baker. I think he is literally the piece that is holding them back to get to that next spot and contend because right now there's a lot up in the air in that division. And yes, Lamar is there. Uh, ben is is old. Uh, who's that also in the division? Uh, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, right? So you have yeah. so you have. A young quarterback, you have an MVP in there, so you have a potential chance of of doing something, and they do nothing with some phenomenal pieces on defense, as we mentioned, and offense. And I again, it, you live and die with your quarterback. And a really good coach that. too. That's true. Fansky that's, that's had a great true. year last year. That's true. I, yeah, it's hard. They picked up. Um, they probably picked up his fifth year option, right? So they have next year to figure out what to do with him. But this comes off of a game where they lost 45 to seven against the Patriots. And uh, I don't know, what would you do to fix the Browns? They just lost, you know, their best receiver, arguably. Um, and one of the better talents in the NFL, OBJ. What would you do to fix Baker, well, the quarterback position in Cleveland? I'm gonna get back to that OBJ comment that you just said because I had mixed feelings about him, and I actually really yeah, I agree. Him. I but agree. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, you asked re- rephrase the question again. I'm sorry, it slipped my mind. What was your question? What would you do to fix the QB position in Cleveland? Because if Baker's not, you know, we got this year and next year the Baker Mayfield experience, and this team's ready to to win right now, arguably. Um, well, there's a. What do you do? There's several vets that are going to be free agents. I'm sure they're not going to want to come to Cleveland, right? So that's number one. Um, what you try to do is maybe try to trade for a young quarterback that is maybe sitting behind somebody and has potential or look in the actual draft or get a veteran to be in there to actually really, you know, help the starting quarterback uh, and be their, you know, their guiding light in that and the, uh, you know, the, the conference room when they're breaking down film and footage so he they can learn from the vet. Because I don't think Baker has ever had that, right? He kind of just came in and it was just like, he's learning on the fly. He's never really had that true uh, veteran presence. Like I'm talking like a, 
a, a Chase Daniels, like a yeah, Nick Foles had, type person, right? Ty, Ty, Tyrod Taylor. But, and, that, yeah. and then he got hurt pretty quickly. Exactly. Exactly. That was it. Which I honestly think if Tyrod was there, he they would actually be doing something more. But Tyrod, as you and I have talked about before, he can't stay healthy. So still pissed off they punctured his lung with the needle. But that's a whole other situation. Too. But it brought us Justin Herbert. Hmm. It did. Um, so we say this as the Patriots won 45 to 7. Hmm. I don't know how you necessarily fix the Browns but I do know that Mac Jones is really good at throwing a football and would you say pop quiz power rank the top five quarterbacks in the 2021 draft class how would you if you're starting a franchise today name them well with what we've seen right now yeah Mac, what we've Mac, seen in week Mac week has 10. to be one yeah Mac has to be one first um Robert Sala is your coach <laughs> you don't get Belichick. <laughs> oh God, stop it. Uh Matt Matt Jones won. Uh two. Mm. I want to say starting? Fields. I want to say Fields, but it's hard to disrespect Trevor Lawrence. I just feel like Trevor Lawrence is still like this. I can't. We haven't really heard elite. about him because he plays for the Jags. Yeah. Right. So if we're, you're talking about from what we've seen so far, it's unfortunate because when you play with guards, you unfortunately look like garbage yourself. So I say maybe fields. Uh, then I'd probably say uh, Lawrence since he's been playing. Then I'd say Trey Lance because he's played and showed flashes. Um, who would be the fifth? Hmm. Are you talking about your guy, Wilson? Or he's, you? The fifth, he's the fifth quarterback. I was pointing. I was trying to help you without. Let's see. Is blew up? No, it's got, no, no. I just I didn't Zach know. Wilson. What, I didn't yeah. know what Sam was doing. Like I didn't know if he was telling me that he like hearted me, like he was doing something, give me sign languages and stuff. So I didn't know what was going on. I would pick Trevor Lawrence still number one. Interesting. It, and then Fields. If I was starting a franchise like tomorrow, Lawrence Fields, Mac, Zach Wilson only because I've seen more of him and Trey Lance really hasn't been on the field. I know he got hurt, but the talent is enormous for Trey Lance. I don't think he's worth giving up three first round picks when you could have just had Fields or Mac Jones or whoever, um, but it is what it is. The Patriots are the Patriots back. I mean, they're in the playoff hunt. Would be surprised if they made it into the playoffs, but I wouldn't say they're like. What do you mean if they're back? Like that could, that's very vague in regards. Like, yeah, right. So that's that's what he's like. I, I can't don't know say what they're I mean. back. I, no <laughs> I don't. I would. I mean, are they are they a, a contender? No. Um, right now, they're still a pretender, right? Because they're they're in a rebuilding mode. Even though they went spin all like they're still kind of building cohesion so maybe next year we can talk about it if they're back or not and give like a real like good look at it but right now just think they're a pretender at this point you say someone who is back (laughs) yes cameron cameron newton that's my cam oh cam yes that's my guy 
Cam Cam Newton's back with the uh, the Panthers. I don't know if you heard, but it's he's like a freaking spark plug, man. No, everyone on this team is just like over the moon that he's back and just pumped up, and he's like just the motivation. It sounds like that that had the Panthers like beat the brakes off the Cardinals, even though Kyler wasn't under center. It still beat the brakes off the Cardinals. Scored two touchdowns. And uh, it was really, it was really good to see. I was even, I'm not even a huge Cam fan, but I was like pumped to see that on Sunday. Like it was fun. Like the team just rallied around him. I don't know if you saw videos of him in the, on the sidelines, like coaching up the guys. And it, it just seemed McCaffrey spoke high of him, Robbie, DJ Moore. It just sounded like, like the Panthers found their guy under center and, uh, Rest in peace to Sam Darnold's career as a Panther. Um, might be rest in peace to Sam Darnold's career in the That's NFL. Um, because he's now had two auditions to to be something. And pretty much at this point in time, team franchise is going to look at you like you're not that guy. Um, and, but, and we're both Darnold. We were Darnold fans here. But you don't get that many opportunities, as you just kind of said. You don't. You don't in this league. And head coaches don't either. And... Uh, you know it yeah you're right it might be the end of the road well i am happy for uh i'm happy that cam is back right uh i i'm not going to get too high or too low on this one because as you mentioned they faced the cardinals team with no kyler murray no nuke that's deandre hopkins um and you know if an offense can keep a defense out there all game Defense is not really going to be able to hold up and put on a performance like they did. Uh, Cam had two touches, both for touchdowns. That's great, but Cam did not have a majority of the snaps. So I'm going to reserve. Like, I love seeing Cam. He's a once in generational talent, like, easily once in generational talent. His energy that he brings, uh, which is why Sam started off the show with the I'm back, which was, I mean, you can't, he, he's just entertaining. Right. And he does put on a show every single time he steps on the field. But I've also seen Cam in the last three to four years, and Cam ain't looked like Cam. So I will wait to see what he does this week because I guarantee he is starting this week. So I'll I'll reserve my comments until next week on what I think of Cam's return. Yeah, I'm I'm realistic. It was fun to see. They had him in goal line packages where he's just the ultimate goal line running back right like it's just what this guy can do he had a a run and then like a bootleg out to Robbie Anderson for a touchdown so the he'll he'll work his way into this offense and you're right he'll probably start this week but you know I don't think the the Panthers are a lock for the playoffs or the Super Bowl here but it was just a fun story and it's it's cool to see this team that was kind of like dead uh, had a great start and just kind of fizzled to just kind of rally around, you know, the city's guy, like he's, he's their guy, you know? So it was just cool coming home story for sure. Um, what, what else here? How about, um, how about the chiefs, man? Speaking of big games and dismantling, <laughs> they did a good job of taking apart the uh, Raiders on a Sunday night and Patrick Mahomes looks like uh, he hasn't missed a step or his steps are back or however you want to say that, but it, it 
Pat Mahomes looks good at football again. I he did. Uh, the Raiders are no slouch, but the Raiders have a lot of problems of their own with a lot of players and and representatives. And speaking of which, John Gruden has now filed a lawsuit against the NFL. Um, I'm sure we can take some time another time to get into that. I don't have the energy for that today. Um, but the Raiders don't really look like the Raiders that started off the season. Yes, they're still good, but they don't look like that same team. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs don't look like the same team of old, but Mahomes definitely in this game showed, I mean, that he still had it. I don't think anybody thought he lost his talent. kind of got back to some of the basics, but this is just one game. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to play this week against the Dallas Cowboys. That's what I really want to see because it's a true test for both of these teams. Yeah, for sure. Um, that offense for the Chiefs looked good. The defense held their own, um, but the defense for the Dallas Cowboys did a number to the Falcons. Uh, the Dan Quinn revenge game, as I like to call it. Their former head coach is now the off- defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, the Falcons' former head coach, and he uh, he schemed up a, a game plan, but that defense looks great, man. Your boy, Michael Parsons, is really good at getting to the quarterback, and... Uh, yep. The Cowboys are a, a team to beat in the NFC for sure, if not the team to beat. I don't know. The Packers, the Packers are there. Your Rams are there. Uh, and uh, the Bucks just lost to Taylor Heineke. So that's, that's just a lot. Like I gave it a second because that deserved a second to really let that sink in for people. Just, um, you know. Who would have thought that in 2021 He's, we'd be talking yeah. about the Cowboys being potentially the head of the NFC, Tom Brady losing to, to Heineke? <laughs> like, who would have thought this? Uh, I, yeah. Uh, no, they, they look good this year. Um, they This year, it's so crazy because this is the first year that the Cowboys actually are living up to the potential that the delirious fan base has been talking about for so long. And I actually don't hear from the fan base. This is like the first time. So I don't know if that was like the gift to not hear from it. I'm sure if I went somewhere, I'd probably hear from these terrible fans, but uh, I mean, good for them. Good for them. I'm not happy about it as a, as a rival, but I mean, for football, good for them. You know, it's, they have probably the biggest fan base out of any football team. They're the Yankees of the NFL. Um, so it's good for football when they're doing well. Um, but I still think that I still think the head coach is going to screw them in a big position. And I still think they're going to choke in a big game. I think they're going to win their first playoff game, but I don't think they're winning their second. That's, that's my prediction now. They'll win yeah, their so, first playoff game, not their yeah, second. Mike McCarthy's going to screw something up in a big mm-hmm. moment, and it'll be talked about all offseason. And midway through next year, Kellen Moore will be the head coach of the Cowboys because that's just how this team functions. But it's great football to see now, and it's Dak comeback player of the year, no doubt. We both uh, both have love for Dakota there. Um, but, yeah, it's just – I'm not a huge Cowboy fan, but it's fun to fun to say it, right? Like fun to see good football. Um, 
And those were Sam's words, not mine. <laughs> that's fair. I'm speaking for myself. How about your Eagles uh, staying in the division? Like they can run the football now. Like they yeah. they're a well balanced team. Yeah. Jordan Howard rise, you know, rised above the uh, grave here, and he's he's he can run the football. Like well, Miles he's been Sanders. able to do that. This is the third time they brought him back onto the team, yeah. uh, which makes no sense because every single time he's on the team, he does well. So just leave him there. But then you start running the ball after Miles Sanders goes down, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. So now you have uh, Scott back there and you have Howard back there just running all over everybody, which is crazy, but I'm happy about it. Uh, Jalen Hurts played his best game to date uh, this past week, uh, which and he's getting Devonta Smith involved. So Devonta Smith for the past three weeks has been the highest graded wide receiver in the NFL the past three weeks. He's uh, he's really good at football. Uh, that he is, which is I could still understand why Giants fans are pissed off that they get him because this is what he does. Um, they asked Nick Sirianni uh, after the game, like, does this. If with Jalen Hurts playing like this, does this make him the franchise quarterback? And he said, you've seen what he's done the last three games and left it at that. And I think that's exactly where they should leave it is let him do what he has to do. Because, you know, the problem was, is you were putting the whole game on Jalen Hurts. He's not that quarterback yet. I don't know if he ever will be that quarterback. Right. But he's not that quarterback. He needs balance. Sam, as long as you've been watching football, a balanced offense normally does well. Right. When they yeah. run the ball and they pass the ball, right? Usually. Okay. Usually so, you don't let your rookie quarterback throw it 45 times. Right. Or, or any quarterback, a <laughs> right? Yeah, he is, right. but any quarterback, right? I mean, when right. normally when you see a quarterback throwing that much in a game, that means they don't have a running game. So what does the defense do? They pin their ears back. They, they blitz as much as they can, and they sit in coverage and try to pick the ball. Is that not what they try to do? Usually. Okay. So that's what was happening throughout – the whole season until they finally, you know, remember that running was a part of the game and, uh, and part of the RPO, uh, because it's run pass option, not pass pass option. Um, so <laughs> I, I just like where they're trending towards. I like where they're building towards. I, I said that they may be, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, they might get into the playoffs. I remember I was telling you and, and Dave that they're technically very close. They're, they're, if they win against the Saints this week, they have the tiebreaker over the Saints, the Falcons, and I forgot the other team. But basically, if they keep playing well, then they can get into the playoffs that way. I don't think they're going to make any noise, but, I mean, it'd be a great uh, – Man, it's a heck of an accomplishment from a yeah. rookie head coach, especially how he started the season mm-hmm. and a quarterback and, um, you know, that whole team. So, yeah, it's something to be proud of, even if you – backdoor your way into the playoffs it's the playoffs and you got there and there's some teams that haven't been there in 10 years and there's some teams that can't even get a win so Uh, that is very very true a team that i i think should get there will get to the playoffs uh but it's looking like they're having their own problems not the chiefs it'd be the rams uh sam they are out here taking the approach of giving away all their picks to get veteran playmakers and they are now losing games that they should be way more competitive in. Um, 
I forgot who said it last night, uh, but they made it actually it was this morning on um, Get Up. I think it was uh, Dominique Fosworth. He said, you know what the problem is, is when they didn't have all this talent and they had Jared Goff, they were doing bunch sets. They were doing certain things and they were playing downhill with everything. Now that they have these playmakers around, they're playing like little cutesy type stuff and not really playing hard nose tackle. And that's what happened to them last night as the Niners dominated the line and the trenches the whole night on both sides and just embarrassed the Rams. I didn't even watch the game. Like I had to turn. I was just like, this is after that Stafford pass to Odell to try to force it down the field. I was just like, what are you, this is what this game is going to be like. Yeah. I think the loss of Robert Woods too is, Oh, that's um, huge. It's huge. Especially Mm -hmm. as I saw, I think it was Mina Kimes on ESPN was threw up a bunch of stats about how, how well the team run how well the team runs when he's there blocking and yeah a bunch sets and um you know cooper cups emergence that's great uh robert woods was just a you know a really important piece and you can't expect much from odell beckham now just his first game in a new offense especially an offense that is as intricate allegedly as as sean mcveigh's offense so it's going to take a little bit of time. They didn't. They knew know that, but this 49er team ran all over them. I'm happy. I had uh, I had Debo Samuel on a couple leagues, and I needed I needed him all over the place last night. And he was in the backfield running for touchdowns. And you know the the way that Kyle Shanahan got creative using him was was great. Um, now they may have lost Eli Mitchell for a little bit, but that team was that team just came and was just going to punch you in the mouth running the football last night. And, you know, maybe it's just a way to keep the the Rams honest and, and maybe it's just their run defense needs to get better. It just, it, it needs to get better. They need to play better. They can, we both love Matt Stafford. Um, but it, it was, uh, it was a tough game. You kind of felt like the Rams weren't in it the momentum last night at all at any point. Yeah. I think they were down 14, nothing early. Right. Um, uh, you said you didn't watch much of the game. I, I watched the Manning telecast for the most of it. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of felt like the Rams just weren't in the game. No, no, not at all. Um, and that's something that they're going to have to clean up. I mean, but again, any given Sunday, anybody can win. I can yeah. guarantee 98% of the fans that watch football uh, did not think that the Jazz were going to beat the Bills last week, right? I, I can guarantee that. Um, but it happened, right? So any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody. Um, it, it's also all about this is the second half of the season. So this is the time the teams get on runs uh, and do what they have to do. Some teams have late buys. Some teams had early buys, which, you know, fatigue will wear on you. Injuries are starting to set in. Um I mean, it happens basically first game of the season, but uh, it's now affecting rosters in different ways, uh, COVID protocols, uh, so on and so forth. So it's going to be interesting interesting to see what happens uh, coming down to the end of the season. But uh, I'm curious to see who's going to catch fire soon. And I'm I'm hoping it's the Rams that is my Super Bowl pick. So speaking of catching fire, we need to because we didn't have a great week nine picks. You went five and nine, and I went six and eight. <laughs> so you are one game up on me for the weeks that we are counting here. So, how about we do our week eleven picks? 
courtesy of courtesy of us chasing points podcast <laughs> just like where is this going enter sponsor here <laughs> hey uh this will be a fun fun game on thursday night patriots falcons rematch of that super bowl that time and those memes 28 to 3 uh yeah by fun you mean by the patriots winning that's what you mean got it yeah okay i agree with you I was just stalling so I could write stuff down. <laughs> the uh, the Saints head to Philly to take on your Eagles. I am taking my boys with the momentum that they've been having um, and with who's the Saints quarterback, Taysom Hill. Uh, it's been Trevor Simeon. I know okay. a couple of weeks ago we talked about Simeon and Mike White and all the backup quarterbacks, but I think uh, Simeon's played pretty well. Um that said, I'm going to go with your Eagles, too. Okay. I'm feeling it, man. Okay. Uh, i <laughs> trying to think of what I have to do on what Sunday so I could avoid the Dolphins in the Meadowlands <laughs> to take on my Jets. Uh, I don't think the Jets could get worse than what they did last week, but I, I want the Jets to win because I want – the Dolphins to keep losing for draft pick purposes, but I'm not going against. I'm not. I'm choosing the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Dolphins too. Okay. Just to, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That defense manhandled the Ravens. We didn't even talk about it. Thursday night. We didn't even talk about the Ravens getting manhandled by the uh, Miami <laughs> defense and two admin yes. in the coming and. My dad came. My dad is a Dolphins fan. He woke up. It was like he said. So, uh, what do you guys say about my team now? And I was like. What are you talking about? He was like, you didn't see? I was like, don't tell me that they beat the Ravens. He was like, yeah. I was like, wow. That was terrible. Yeah. Mm. Certain games I just don't watch. Huh? Are you in the old guy club, Brandon, where you go to sleep in no. like the third quarter? No. I just, just some, Sometimes there's certain games I'm just like, ah, I know what the outcome's going to be. I'm not going to watch it. That was one right. of those games. And, right. uh, yeah. Well, here's one of those games. Is it? the Washington football team taking on the Panthers. I am taking the Washington football team. I'm going to go with the Panthers. You know, I talked all this shit about Cam mm-hmm. and how great he is. Let's see his first start in against his former coach. Oh yeah. Riverboat run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. That's, that's, that's why I'm going with them. Cause he knows Cam better than anybody. That's true. Uh, Colts bills. Colts at Bills. All right, let's go Buffalo. Did you see Bills Mafia at the Meadowlands? Oh my gosh! It was, Were there uh, any oh, tables Let's go Buffalo. That's all I kept hearing, and I was just like, okay. And now, mind you, I'm wearing your team's jersey, and I'm waiting for one of them to come up and say something to me, so I can just be like, ha, jokes on you. I'm actually an Eagles fan, <laughs> but that didn't happen. But uh, still wore an Eagles jersey, man. Nah, I, I wanted no. I wanted to respect your stadium, uh, and I wanted to show out for you since you weren't there, uh, and some of my Jets friends, and you know, dress accordingly. But don't think there wasn't an Eagles T-shirt under all of that. Just saying. All right. <laughs> so Bills uh, over mm-hmm. your Colts. 
off of my Colts. Because <laughs> Carson. Because <laughs> your boy Carson. Yeah. Here we go. Lions Browns. <laughs> I want to say there's no way that the Browns are going to lose. <laughs> but I feel I really feel like this is like this would be the game that the Lions really truly win. But I'm gonna go with the Browns because could you imagine if the if Baker Mayfield if he plays? I know he's got a knee thing, right? But like if he loses to the Lions, <laughs> did you say the Browns? Mm-hmm. Right, I'm gonna go Lions. Okay, okay. This is I can't be making wild picks like this. I'm only one game out. Okay, I I, I respect it. That's fair. It's all uh, right. All right, Niners, Jags. Uh, the way Jimmy G played yesterday, I'm not going against the Niners. And yeah. Kittle's back. There's no way. Yeah, I agree with you. I can't believe I said that about Jimmy G, but really like this. Uh, well, don't like this Jaguar team. Porn star Jimmy's out here, man. Uh, Texans, Titans. Titans, yep. right? Mm-hmm. This is wild. Mm-hmm. Man, some of these games. Ravens, Bears. Oh, you skipped the Packers Vikings. Oh, Packers Vikings. Oh, that I'm, I'm going. Man, the Vikings are four and five. Mm-hmm. I know they've lost some like heartbreaking games. Jeez. Yeah, the Kirk Cousins themselves. We're um, gonna get to the Packers for sure, but I'm gonna pick the Packers right now. Same here. Ravens uh, Bears, as you said. Ravens. They. Ravens. Yep, they got to bounce back from that. Uh. Terrible loss. I I agree with you on that one. All right, Bengals Raiders. I want to go Bengals. I want to go Bengals, but I'm gonna go Raiders. Okay, I'm going Bengals. You know my affinity for I do this Bengals offense. Joe Mixon's playing well. Joe Burrow, that Jamar Chase guy, he's pretty good. That that he is. Um, I want to say the Seahawks lose to the Cardinals only because. Jamal Adams is just the gift that keeps on giving to the Jets fans. And I think we have like the seventh, the third and the seventh pick right now if the season ended today. So I'm going Cardinals over the Seahawks if Kyler plays. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Seahawks. Ooh. Okay. This is a fun 425 game, as we mm-hmm. mentioned. The Cowboys and the Chiefs. I know the Cowboys have been on a tear and they stumbled against the Broncos, but I think they're going to stumble again here because I think Mahomes is going to get up for this game just to try to silence everybody. I agree with you. I want to pick the Cowboys. I think they're really good. Um, they are. But in Arrowhead to, you know, Fox game of the week, 425. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I agree with you, Chiefs. And Steelers Chargers, Sunday Night Football on NBC. No way I'm not picking the Chargers on this one. If uh, if Big Ben plays, it sounds like he may not. We'll see. Game time decision. Even if, Big ben was playing, even if Big Ben was playing, they still lose. And this is like the second Monday Night Football game in a couple weeks for the Giants. And I don't understand why, but they play the Bucks. Can they start flexing out of these games? I no? really hope so. Like right. some of these games that they're putting on prime in prime time here is like wild to me. Like 
Yeah, Giants don't need any primetime games. I'm not even saying that because they're a rival of the team. Like, yeah, I, no. I, like they j- legit are just not good. Like they have, I've said this to some of my Giants friends, they have some really talented pieces, but A, they can't stay healthy. And when they are healthy, they can't put it all together. Um, so the Bucks win because of how their coach tore them a new one. And also... Eli Manning is not on the opposite side, which is Tom Brady's kryptonite, apparently. So, yeah, that's going to be good for them. But he will be on the Manning broadcast. He, he will, but that's Probably. not going to be. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Hey, uh, those were our picks. So follow along with us and see how we do. Um, but we'll we'll recap next week. But here's a, a segment that is sweeping the nation ready. It's called, What Do We Miss? A lot. Uh First hey, thing's first. Story? Yeah, go ahead. Aaron oh, Rodgers. I've heard of him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if you haven't heard, I mean, I think even people that aren't sports fans were talking to me about this, of him being immunized, uh, using that term, which is probably the most looked up term so far in 2021. Um, I, I would definitely go out on a limb and take that as a bet. Um, that that is the most looked up term, but uh, Aaron Rodgers apparently uh, consulted, <laughs> which is people have been blowing this up uh, with Joe Rogan of uh, a procedure that he went and, and got talking to doctors. And, uh, you know, I, again, I've said this before with Kyrie, which is why there's a reason I mentioned Kyrie, um, that you're able to do whatever you want to do with your body. Right. But you have to understand that there are certain rules and parameters for you if you choose not to become vaccinated. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was not. The league deemed him as not vaccinated after he did this procedure or whatever to that he felt was better for his health. Um, so knowing that Aaron Rodgers technically was openly uh, disregarding the actual protocols and rules, uh, he was supposed to be masked in in certain spaces throughout the facility, I think actually through the facility the whole time, um, which he and the Packers organization said that he was, but that is not true because the press conference that they have every week is in their facility and he wasn't wearing a mask. Um, Aaron Rodgers likes to do this thing that he wants to be the smartest person in the room. And he talks as if he is the smartest person in the room. Uh, but newsflash, uh, you're not the smartest person in the room every single time. If you were talking football, yeah, you probably are. Um, you're also a very smart, intelligent person, which I know, because uh, you know how to use your words, uh, but you're not the smartest person in the room at all times. Most times, most people aren't. Um, and he tried to game the game and it did not work. Um, so he's been fine since this point in time. Um, but I, I still think... I still think he he got off easy, in, in my opinion, um, because he could have affected a lot of other p- players, uh, especially with the verbiage. But I also I also think the Packers I don't know if the Packers got any uh, penalties for this, but I think they should be uh, penalized for this as well. They're so like worried about Aaron Rodgers and oh, does he like us? It's kind of like, you know, like the boyfriend or girlfriend that's like mm-hmm. on on like uh pins and needles kind of like walking on ice trying to like make sure that the other person likes them 
and will do anything to just make sure everything's okay. And I just picture that like Matt LaFleur doing that. Um, it's it's a joke. Aaron Rodgers is a liar. He I I never thought I'd agree with Terry Bradshaw on most things, but I don't know if you heard what he said. I did not. What did he say? On the Fox postgame um or pregame, whenever after this happened. Just basically that he's a liar, that he misled um he misled everyone and he, you know, has a responsibility um to lead a football team. And he wasn't he cost the Packers Packers. He cost the Packers a, a win. They're seven and three now, whatever, seven and two. They Jordan Love's clearly not ready. It was a big game and uh, against the Chiefs, and he wasn't on the field. He cost them a game. He cost the fans a big game. That was a game that a lot of people wanted to see is Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We couldn't see that. Look, I, I totally agree with you. It's a point I've made on this podcast privately, publicly on this podcast. Pri- podcast you don't want to get vaccinated fine like mm-hmm. i'm beyond like I mean, it's fine it's not fine but you do you but you gotta uh, abide by the rules and these are the rules so like whatever comes next is it more of a joke though that like cd lamb gets fined 20 grand for unt- having an untucked jersey after week after week and aaron Rodgers gets fined 14 grand for uh, you know abusing covid protocols Come on. I, I, Come on. I think that's absolutely ridiculous uh, for untucked jersey and then Rodgers does something. That's Look, it's the same. It's the yet. same preference too. rules are rules, right? CDs knows what the uniform policy is. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunately what it is. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a joke. So I mentioned Kyrie before. And the yeah. reason why I mentioned Kyrie before is because there was a different type of scrutiny that he was getting. But he was very truthful about it up front. Yep. You knew his his status. You knew he wasn't vaccinated. He understood what the rules were. He didn't agree with it. He said his piece and he stayed away from the team. He hasn't gone. Every time you saw him around Nets players or at a Nets event, he was wearing his mask. He was doing all the things that they asked him to do. And yet people were dragging Kyrie. I mean, dragging him. And Aaron Rodgers did this. And some people were just kind of like, well, you know, it's the... I, th- I think it started that way, but I don't think it ended I know, that no, way. No, no, it did not end that way. Like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is... Yeah. I don't think it ended that way because he went on and even said even more on the Pat McAfee show, like talking about that he was Martin Luther King or... Yeah. And all, like, he made it way nowhere. worse for himself. Yeah, yeah. You get nowhere comparing yourself to Martin Luther King. Yeah. No one. Yeah. You, you, nope. you don't, bro. Sorry. Nope. Sorry. So, I, I mean, again, he's... I, he tarnishes his own career, which is the crazy thing. Every single time something happens, he does it. Um, and it wasn't until he started losing those endorsements that mm-hmm. he kind of rescinded his, or I didn't even hear, I didn't hear what he said to McAfee the first time. I just read some quotes and I didn't hear, I definitely didn't hear the apology. So I'm not going to pretend like I know what he said, but it was only after he started losing some money and yeah, some like state farm commercials disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're all Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed it. I guess you did notice that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So 
I, it is what it is with him. I, I mean, he's a, he's going to be a first ballot hall of famer, but I mean, I'd be, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that have lost a lot of respect for him after the, the off season. And then what has, has transpired during the season. Um, another person that I, it's very, very interesting. We talked about him earlier, OBJ. Now, Sam said that he's a talented uh, wide receiver earlier, which I wasn't disputing whatsoever. Uh, my only thing is, is OBJ was, well, let me take a step back. OBJ wasn't getting the ball with the Browns. And to the point that he wanted off of the Browns, his dad pointed out a highlight video or created a highlight video showing that Baker was not throwing him the ball uh, when he was wide open in several different plays, uh, which started a controversy between Baker and himself. Uh, which Baker was, I have to commend him for this. He was handling it very, very well uh, for all the, the lights on him and seeing what's going on. He was like, Hey, listen, like, you know, like Odell's my friend. He was like, you know, it is what it is like, and just kind of moving it on. And he said his piece, but didn't say too much, but you could read between the lines of what he was saying. Um, you didn't really hear from Odell. And then the Browns parted ways with Odell by releasing him. Uh, then eventually he had a chance to be claimed. Nobody put in a claim waiver. Uh, he became a free agent and he chose to join the Rams, which was kind of ideal timing for the Rams, especially with Robert Woods going down. Um, but I, I still think the Von Miller trade was bigger than getting Odell Beckham. Um, I don't know if OBJ is going to be anything because he really hasn't shown much after his second season. His second season with the Giants was his best season in the NFL. And he hasn't really shown much since then. Now, granted, he was shipped out of the Giants after that. Uh, <laughs> after that lovely uh, yacht picture, which the Giants haven't been good since then. Um, he was shipped out of town to the Browns. Um met up with his best friend, uh, Jarvis Landry, thought it was going to be a great opportunity, uh, and it didn't really transpire into anything. And now he's going to the Rams where he has some players around him that really want him to be there. Uh, and he's got a, a viable quarterback in Matthew Stafford who showed in the first play that I'm going to throw the ball to you. Um, but I guess we're just going to have to see what OBJ does because I don't know if he still has – what we know that he has or that he once had because I know when he catches the ball he's normally gone he's going to get some yards after the catch some yak for those that didn't know what that meant um so I, I guess we just have to see what are your what are your true thoughts on on OBJ like right now as a player in the NFL I like Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's super talented um he's certainly I mean, he's been he's been dealing with a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. He's certainly not the wide receiver he was in his prime with the Giants. But I've said this to Giant fans. Um, I said this a couple of weeks ago to a really good friend who's a Giants fan. It's one catch. It's one catch in Dallas on Sunday Night Football. An all-time highlight reel catch. And he's just coasted off of that for way too long i think it's i think it's funny like the free odell shirts like i he didn't he didn't 
leave Cleveland the way I thought he would. Like it was pretty subtle, as you mentioned. Like, yeah, his dad posted that video and he didn't really say much. You know, it it wasn't like an Antonio Brown, like just completely like blow up kind of scenario. But I, I just think he's so far removed from that wide receiver we saw with the Giants. I still think he's talented. I'd still want him on my team if I was a contender, um, especially losing Robert Woods. Who are you going to, to get now in, the, in week 11 past the trading deadline? Who are you going to get to fill that void? Although I really am a fan of Van Jefferson. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think he's kind of like past his prime and he's been coasting off of that all-time catch for a really long time. I uh, I know what he is after uh, he catches the ball. I know he's – because he showed more than that after uh, the game in, in the Meadowlands. And, and his like I said, his second year, that was his first year that he made that catch. The second year, he had some crazy numbers. Yeah, uh, he's talented, he, man. He is. But then he had the controversy with him and Josh Norman. And then, you know, him punching the – kicking uh, screen and and all that crazy jazz and stuff like that so I think he's there's one thing that I think goes uh, uh unspoken about uh he's loved by his teammates his yeah. teammates absolutely oh, totally. love him and the league yes the young receivers in this yes. league they they look up to him yeah. they love him right like he he has a certain star power about him and he really doesn't say much <laughs> right so there's there's a lot of players out here, like you mentioned, Antonio Brown being one, who you could not turn on the TV or a sports channel and not hear A.B. talking. You haven't really heard Odell talk, right? And when he's talking, it's never really something too crazy, right? Uh, they blew up that whole situation when he was in New York. And even after that, like he even apologized and knew and team talked to him and all that because he had something really going on it's like people got to realize people are human beings too there's probably other things going on and factoring into this at this point in time but talent wise he has it but to what extent right now right because i i think we really need to see that because he's been injured um we know how hard he works but i just need i need to see it because when he's playing well it's a highlight reel highlight reel so I guess we'll just have to wait and see, right? Yes, so he's uh, the Rams are are better with him, I hope, um, and may, the Browns are probably better without him. Um, I do have to say though, I've been laughing at some of these Baker Mayfield commercials. Like, I don't think he deserves commercials, but what is it like? All I don't state, state Farm, Progressive, whatever. Yeah, it's and he's in the empty stadium. Like some of them are pretty funny. Like again, don't think he deserves them, but I I hate myself for laughing at them. Hey, uh, guess what? It's time for fight corner, UFC corner. Yay! Okay, yay! I I watched UFC the other day. Uh, you mean the Holloway fight? Or you actually watched this one, the Covington Usman one? Yeah, the second one. I didn't watch the first one. Was in like what Dubai or? Something I didn't watch that. Well, one. this one was before the one that just happened over the weekend, which was uh, Max Holloway, um, which was pretty, pretty damn good. Um, 
So that was that was a phenomenal fight. Holloway looks like a completely different fighter, which I'm super ecstatic that he is. Uh, hashtag blessed. Uh, but Covington, Usman, rematch, fight number two. That's these what two, I watched. These two guys hate each other. Yeah, but we're not even gonna jump. Yeah, we'll we'll start there because I, I enjoyed that fight so much. So me being Nigerian, I'm going for the Nigerian nightmare, uh, Usman, and he dropped Covington. I can't stand Covington. There's a lot of reasons. Ain't got time to really get into really why I don't like this man, but just don't like him. If I had an opportunity to punch him in his face, I would. Um, but Covington, actually, he can fight. I, there, Even though I can't stand him, he can fight. Um, and I can put my bias aside and actually really, really say that and, and know that he he started to actually check Usman's jaw. Uh, luckily he can take a punch because there were some punches. I was just like, Ooh, this is, this is rough. He looked a couple days, a couple times. Uh, but Usman was just too strong. Uh, was able to, to get some, some takedowns. And I really think that the second round is where Usman won the fight because he had two major knockdowns, which I think they scored, uh, and gave him two points for that, which was probably what won him the fight, but it was closer than I thought it was going to be, but they dapped each other up at the end. Uh, which I never thought those two would ever do. Uh, and that was respect. And now Usman can move on. And now there's talks of him uh, potentially fighting, uh, uh, what's his name, Canelo, which I pray that he does not do. But we'll we'll see what happens. Um, my girl Rose against Wei Li. Um, Rose is just a problem. She she proved that the last fight wasn't a fluke um, and, and dominated Wei Li throughout the whole fight. But, 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 but. Sam asked me a while ago uh, when we watched, I forgot which fight it was, and he asked if it was the fight of the year. Uh, the fight of the year was on that card, and that was Justin Gaethje uh, versus uh, Michael Chandler. Uh, that fight was a flat-out brawl from beginning to end. Uh, and uh, Gaethje won, which I was super happy about because Chandler's a little cocky something, but he can fight his ass off. Uh, but that fight was a bloodbath, uh, more so for Chandler because he was the one bleeding, not Gaethje. Um, but uh, that fight was phenomenal. Uh, I've actually watched it again a second of time, um, which I tend to, to try to go back and watch them again if I can. Man, that if you get an opportunity, you can find it somewhere on YouTube or have ESPN Plus or wherever you can find it. Watch that fight if you didn't even watch it the first time. Uh, definitely, definitely worth it, but it's not for the faint of heart. Um, but that was definitely the fight of the year thus far. I have my pick now. I'm curious to see what the UFC decides to do with one month left in the year, which is so crazy to say that we have one month left in 2021, Sam. Well, this next card that's coming up is like stacked, right? Yes. 269. I don't yes. know it off the top of my head, but I remember just like, oh, I know that person. I know that mm-hmm. person. I know her. Like, they, so they got to close out the year strong. Yeah, they, it's going to be fun. To. Mm-hmm. December, uh, let's see, December 11th, I think. Yeah, Amanda Nunes, right? That's yeah. the, that's that card. Yeah, that's the unbeatable woman right now. Yeah, she's a problem for sure. Um, yeah, so I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed UFC 268, although I did miss the fight of the year. And you and my my buddy Mike were like, "Don't tell me you saw that." Like, <laughs> nope, had missed it. Sorry, bro. It's okay. Um, 
I'll Put find a link and send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to play Do You Care? Yep, I do. All right, cool. Hey, Noah Syndergaard's going to the Angels. Uh, he pitched two innings this year, and he just made $21 million. Discuss. Uh, I don't care. Uh, actually, the only thing I care about is one year, $21 million, because what do I have to do to get to that? Uh, please. Uh, it's so wild to think about that. Some people will never even make a million dollars in their life. He's making that on a one-year contract. I guarantee, like, what what is probably guaranteed, like, $15 million on that one? No, it's Major League Baseball. It's all oh, twenty. Oh, shit, that's right. This isn't the oh, NFL, bro. That's right. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, yeah, that's right. $21 million for one year. It must be nice. Well, uh, Needless to okay. say, Sam, if I'm fortunate enough to have a, a child, and it just so happens to be a son, um, baseball, here we come. <laughs> I had a I had a boss. He, um you know, years and years ago, and he had a, a son, his first kid, and he goes, I'm I'm taking his right hand, I'm tying it behind his back. He's kidding. He's kidding. And I'm like, why? He just goes, if he's a lefty reliever, he'll be in the league till he's 40. You know how much money that is? And I'm true. like, you're right, bro. You're true. right. That's very, it. very true. And uh, I don't know which hand this kid throws with, but I know he, <laughs> 10 years from now, we'll hear from him. Um, yeah, uh, Ken Rosenthal reported that someone in a front office in Major League Baseball responded to this deal as blank and ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of money for yeah. someone who's pitched two innings and can't stay healthy. But here we are, and this is this is what the market gives. Um, the Angels are desperate for some pitching behind Otani, and uh, – you know, Mike Trout hasn't been to the uh, has never won a playoff series. So, like, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do, do they were in on the Garrett Cole sweepstakes last year, two years ago, and um, you know, there's rumors of Verlander want it, or they want Verlander. They they're going after all this pitching. So we'll see. I don't care. I I think this is certainly a prove it contract. Again, he needs to stay healthy and he needs to pitch well. And I think he can. Um, but I guess we'll just have to see. Hey, um, Carlos Correa, have you heard of him? Yes, I've heard of that POS. Have you heard of Derek Jeter? I've heard of the GOAT. Well, if it was up to Carlos Correa, Derek Jeter wouldn't have any of his five gold gloves basically saying Derek Jeter how many gold gloves did he win five Derek Jeter didn't deserve any Carlos Correa is a free agent rumored to be interested in the Yankees and the Yankees be interested in him you don't go anywhere in this in New York City with disrespect in the captain what the hell why why because I don't think he wants to come to the Yankees that's the only way you say something like this when you're a free agent, you know that you're supposed to be speaking with the Yankees. I don't think he wants to come to the Yankees because that's the only way you say that. Why would you say anything about Derek Jeter? And Derek Jeter is not in the league anymore, right? There's no relevance to Derek Jeter right now. The only reason that you're saying that is just to get your way to be away from the Yankees and you don't want to be with the Yankees. So just say you don't want to be with the Yankees. Guess what? The fans don't want you here. Yes, you're a phenomenal talent. We'd take you if you shut the hell up. But clearly you can't do that. So that's fine. We can find somebody else. We don't need you to win. We don't need a cheater because you're a person that has cheated to win. 
So what are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yes. I don't. I don't care about him. Is what I don't care about. Yeah, I don't care about it either. I, I guess he referenced Derek Jeter's minus one sixty five defensive run saved, and Correa has a plus sixty five, plus sixty seven rating. And I don't think he has any Gold Gloves, so maybe he's just a little uh, bitter, salty. Mm-hmm. That's all right, bro. And he actually he said it on Carlos Baerga's podcast. So I guess they give podcasts to anybody nowadays. I huh? guess so. I guess so. But yeah, not nobody. I don't. I don't think anybody in the Yankee fan base cares about this POS. And uh, I, I'll speak for all of us on that one. Hey, uh, remember back in March when we were making uh, <laughs> picks mm-hmm. for the MLB season? Mm-hmm. Who was your Rookie of the Year pick in the American League? Randy Arosarina. Guess who just won the American League Rookie of the Year? Randy Arosarina. And Jonathan India of the Reds won the National League MVP. So you could take a lap. Uh, Thank you. I've, I, I've Now that I can actually officially run, because I've been given the okay by my orthopedic, I, I may do that. How does it feel? That I was right or that I'm able to No, run. to be able to run. Because <laughs> um, you also picked Carlos or Corey Kluber as your Cy Young winner. I so did. I did. You, just kind of throw that out to, there. Try to bring me back down to earth. Just to see bring what you're me doing down, here. man. I see what you're doing here. Um, just wait till betting is legal in New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hayes is going to <laughs> oh just. My. I'm going to go ham. Um, yeah, no, I, it feels great to know that I can run. I'm not going to do that right over it. <laughs> because I don't want to re-injure this. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be like those the mall joggers uh, when they just go into the mall and walk from one end to another. That's going to be me for a little bit. Get the tracksuit out. You, you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think in this case, like I, I figured because he wasn't, I mean, technically last year was his rookie season, um, which I have a question for you. Uh, do you think they need to uh, kind of get rid of that because you think it's unfair to the actual like rookies that are coming in that didn't get to play any time in the big leagues or the NBA or whatever the case may be. Like, do you think they should get rid of that and that person not be eligible for it? Yeah. It's like X amount of 130 at bats or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he didn't hit that and they don't count the postseason. So like you have guys like Shane McClanahan of the Rays also like didn't pitch in the majors in 2020, but pitched in the playoffs. So it's, it's, it's weird. Um, it's been like that forever. It doesn't mean it's right, but yeah, he definitely has an advantage seeing American league pitching for that much longer than the next guy. But I don't know that. And also getting major league coaches to, yeah. to train you, you have major league trainers, you have major league players around you. Right. So you're, you get to see it more. Right. So it's just like, think of, think of it like uh like we were talking about with football earlier, like these these young uh, rookie quarterbacks, they come into the league, right, and they're thrown into the league, and they're like, okay, like I can throw a football. Like I'm, I was highly touted in college, and you come here and you see the speed there, and you're just like, oh, and you hear it all the time. They got to get acclimated to the game speed. Like it's different. So having that experience of even being there for like three games, right, it, that gives you more experience than you had before. So. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about it, but I mean I'm happy for Randy. I I knew he was going to win. There was no way he wasn't. But his teammate definitely gave him a run for his money, though. Yeah. Between yeah, Wander Franco, 
McLean. I don't know. I didn't even see the results, but I imagine Wander was right up there. That's um, what I'm thinking. I didn't see the results yeah. either, but I'm thinking um, he was right behind him. Yeah, that, that race team's good. Speaking of, um, Kevin Cash won American League Manager of the Year. Gabe Kapler of the Giants won the National League Manager of the Year. Do you care? I do, but for Gabe, I it's like a terrible consolation prize, right? Because it, this is what I think they need to do with sports all across the board is they need to reseed when it comes to the playoffs. Because there's no reason that the Dodgers and Giants should have played each other that early in the playoffs at all. Like that should have been potentially a championship game, right? There's no reason they should have played each other that early and have that many wins in a season and be out so early. Like they need to reseed the playoffs throughout every sport, um, every major sport uh, in, in the United States, because I don't think, I think it's, it's having the fans lose out on some, extremely competitive series but for those that are probably like well then what about the teams that are down below like they they worked hard to get there yeah but sometimes those teams catch heat and they still beat the better teams right so that's fine that's also still good right but there's no reason that these these juggernauts should face each other right off rip like it's just not something i don't think that's good for sports in general i agree with you i still don't know how the giants won all those games but yeah. kudos to them yep and Gabe Kapler looked like a disaster in Philly. So all that analytics stuff, which I'm a fan of, worked in San Fran. I have to shout out to Target. I was in Target last week. I know you don't like when I do this, but I bought some baseball cards without you. And didn't tell me again. So there, I'm just walking by and there's a box, a hanger box of Tops Update Series 2021. So I bought some. I have some Series 2. I have some Series 1. Open up Jonathan India rookie card. Bang. And then he won the rookie of the year. So I'm sure it's bang, bang, like Breen style. So like that was exciting. Shout out to Tops. Shout out to Target. No shout out to Sam. Sorry, bro. So there was only one. If there was more, I would have hooked you up. But I'm selfish. Yeah, it's me, man. (laughs) That's me. Thanks for um, thanks for inviting me to the Jets game, though. That was nice of you. You're a good man. Thanks. You know, that's what friends do. Get free tickets and try to offer to their friends, you know. <sighs> that's fun. Free tickets. The seats were good? Uh, no, they were not. They were all the way up top. But it was still free tickets, and that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was... It was way in the 300 section. It was it was windy. It's windy. I, I tell you, I'm glad I don't get vertigo because I'm sure that is that's a terrible place to be if you do. Um, that's for sure. But yeah, no, it was it was nice in there. You know, it wasn't nice if you were a Jets fan, but it was nice. This is probably the appropriate time to talk about the Jets experience. Ah, <laughs> uh, the end of the show. But yeah, no, it's there. There was no experience. The experience was the Jets need to get better. Um, but the tailgating was good. Like I said before, because that's all I could give you. So I'm like, uh, it was just bad. It My buddy bad. had his DJ speakers out. He mm-hmm. brought cornhole boards out. They were grilling. He seemed like he was having a blast. I'm like, oh. And then he went inside and yeah. Yeah. He's a Giants fan. He got free tickets too. 
So I think that says something too, what a lot of people are having free tickets to go to your games. I think that says a lot about your team. Um, I don't know if Salah is going to last there for much longer. This keeps happening. You hear what uh, Rex Ryan said? I, I saw what you sent me, but I think you should share with the people what Rex said. I got to find it. New. Man, I got to find it now. Basically, he was saying about comparing him. Don't compare Salah to don't, him. Yeah, don't compare me to this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Salah had a, a nice response, too. It was Did basically he? like, yeah, he's basically, I don't know. I don't know Rex. I, I've never met Rex. He knows where I am if he needs to find me. And then, you know, that's basically what he said. I don't know. Like, I would not want to mess with Robert Sala. Uh, yeah, no, Rex, I think you should you should sit that one out. Understand understand what you do with, and have done with your defenses. But, Rex, let's not act like you were the greatest defensive coordinator. That, like, your dad was one of them. Like, you, you weren't. It's okay. You were pretty good. But you're oh, not yeah. your dad. His- his dad was a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, who's the Yankees' first baseman when the season starts? Freddie Freeman. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, if it's not Rizzo, it's got to be Freeman. Rizzo, yeah. And this Matt Olson talk is driving me crazy because it's like we don't need another Matt Olson on this team. We nope. need someone who can hit for average mm-hmm. and has some pop. But like this feast or famine type of Matt Olson hasn't done it enough. We're going to end up with another Joe Gallo and I can't Please do it. Please no. Please no. So Voight's gone? Well, no. He's still on the team. I'm sure they'll move him. I, I'm sure he'll be part of that, trade him. Yeah. that A's trade or, or something. Mm-hmm. Try to get some pitching, but yeah, I don't think he's going to last. I don't either. You know you know what I'm very thankful of before we, we close this out? Uh, that I don't know what happened to Greg Bird. Um... <laughs> Uh, did he go down to like a minor league team in the Yankees? He, and he was like with, disappeared. He, uh, I think he ended up with the Rangers and uh, he was cut and then he was cut from the Rockies. Uh, and I don't know where he is now. Oh, uh, probably. Remember Greg Bird though, that huge home run against the Indians uh, in the playoffs? Yikes. Man, I thought we were going to win the World Series that year. Uh, Man. Well, we didn't. So, yeah. What happened to Greg Bird? <laughs> I'm about to get a shirt that says that. <laughs> We're into Yankee games. <laughs> what happened to Greg Bird? <laughs> That'll be a conversation just, starter in the stadium. Like that guy with the cardboard. Yep. <laughs> what happened to Greg Bird? <laughs> Stand across the street from Yankee Stadium, right with the old Yankee Stadium behind us. You'd <laughs> be like, yep, this is it. Ah, uh, yeah. That's funny. All right, man. Uh, what are you looking forward to this week? Um, to get off here and watch the Warriors play against my Nets, because uh, that's happening as we speak. Uh, so that uh, watch some more, uh, watch some more games. Um, see my boys do on Sunday, and uh, shout out to one of my creators uh, because her birthday is on Friday. So. Love you, mom, and happy birthday. Since we won't be doing creators. that. Yeah, one of my creators. <laughs> happy so, yeah, birthday, mama. It. Thank you. How about yourself? Um, hey man, just watch some sports, hang out, you know. That I'm about to watch this Nets uh Nets uh Warriors game. It's gonna be fun. 
Draymond Green on the Manning cast last night. It was pretty funny. I'm sure he was, because and I'm sure he probably didn't hold back either. No, it was, uh, they had some tape of him playing tight end at Michigan State, State in a scrimmage game. It was pretty mm-hmm. funny. Oh, uh, they did a good job. The, the Mannings are great. They are. They are. They they need to take over. I think uh, the Monday night crew probably feels like they probably don't like that at all that they have them do it. Because I that know they know. The, yeah. Yeah. Because I know they know more people are watching the Mannings and they are watching. Actually, yeah. more people are watching ESPN, Regular? but oh, wow. it's it's slowly creeping up the ESPN2 ratings. I, I'm yeah. sure it is. Well, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, but cool. they definitely win Tuesday morning. For sure, like more people, people mm-hmm. aren't talking about Steve Levy and Greasy and our boy Lou Riddick, but yeah. you know, Lou Riddick a job. Yeah, let's and uh, let's get Louis Riddick a job. Let's do that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's episode thirty-eight of the Chasing Points podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. However you listen, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Chasing Points Podcast. For Brandon, my name is Sam. Until next time, peace. I'm going to save my rant for next week because, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up and uh, I got to warn some of you people before you go to some people's houses and eat certain things. So just be prepared. It's it's coming. It's going to be a good one. It's, I promise you that we 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 have this um, turkey thing and my son will we, we cut out these feathers and every day my son writes what he's thankful for. Mm-hmm. Well, my wife writes it out and we put it on the fridge mm-hmm. and he's three now last year it was like mommy and daddy grandma and papa all this stuff this year it's like every day we ask him he says easter <laughs> and today i said what are you thankful for at the dinner table he goes tacos <laughs> he's a legend <laughs> he's a legend because you can never go wrong with tacos so Wise, you're you're raising them right. You're raising them right. Good looking job, forward sir. to the. Uh, sorry to interrupt your rant, but looking forward to the Thanksgiving rant. For oh, sure. don't don't worry. It's I promise you, it'll be an epic one. And on that note, love y'all. Peace.